Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome to the Dogs Podcast. Let's kick this thing off. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Zach Kopp, Justin Charles, and Josh All. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast, uh, week one edition. You know, 2020, a lot of crazy things in the world. At least we can count on a couple things. Death, taxes, and the Browns are going to lose their opener. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> what are we, 1-19 in, in our last 20 or something like that? Yeah, we uh, our last uh, win in the season opener was 2004 with... Uh, Jeff Garcia, the guy that I have an autographed 25 cent pillow of. Uh, so pretty exciting. Uh, maybe that value is going up. Probably yeah. not. Every year we don't win our opener. That thing goes up yeah. like a nickel. Yep. Yep. Uh, before we get too far into this, obviously Zach's not here in person. Work sent him away. Sent him to the uh, the middle of nowhere. So we got him here, you know, on our Zoom call or whatever. So everybody wave hi to Zach in Pennsylvania. Uh, make sure you check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe on YouTube. Um, obviously week one didn't go, I mean, I guess it kind of went the way we expected. It just didn't go the way we wanted. Um, I don't want to waste too much time cause I feel like we got a lot of stuff to get into with this game. Uh, Browns, obviously you guys probably all watched, got it handed to him. What was it? 38 to six. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of checked out. I'm like, like <laughs> the third quarter. I was like, I'm tired. I just want to go to bed. This sucks. I, I think the rest of the league, can you imagine what all the other teams are looking at the Ravens going, first of all, you're probably the best team in the league. Second of all, you get a freaking scrimmage week guess, one. Yeah. Like what in the world? Yeah, they're like, yeah. I thought we weren't playing preseason yeah. games. <laughs> That's awful. All I know is all you, uh, at the end of that game, I kept thinking that's what I was excited for. All, I've been I've been waiting and praying for football, hoping we got to have an NFL season. And then at the end of the game, I was like, well, it's football season again. Dude, it's one of those things where like this entire offseason, we've been doing this podcast. And I, I think I've been probably the most negative on the Browns, the one saying, all right, calm it down, calm it down. Don't get excited. And I, I don't even want to sit here and tell you guys I told you so. No, like no, I, this it, is your moment. It, no, but it, but it hurts. This is it, yeah. It sucks. I, I was watching the game like, I just wanted to be wrong about that so badly. I Here's the thing. Okay, yeah, and I have a question. So which one's more disappointing? Week one this year or week one last year? Oh, definitely last year, but this was... <laughs> They're a different kind of disappointing. Yeah. I Okay, so what I do want to say is, at least in the first, you know, half... I thought we seemed like a more disciplined football team than we were last year. I know for the game, we had eight penalties for 80 yards. Mm -hmm. They had seven for 76 or something like that. We weren't that far off them. What did we have last year, Justin? 18 penalties for 182 <laughs> yards. That's unreal. That's how many passing yards Minshew almost had yesterday, I'm pretty sure. He had something like that. That's a stat line so, for a quarterback. 
We the sad were, thing is, we were we were in that game though in the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah, we were not in this game in the fourth quarter. No. We weren't in this game in the first quarter. So, <laughs> I, <But> yeah, <laughs> I thought we looked more disciplined. I thought before it became obvious that they were going to score on essentially every single possession. I thought we had an identity on offense. I thought we came out. We were trying to run the ball. I think once it became obvious, like we got down and we weren't ever going to stop them. We pretty much just we started throwing the ball a lot. Uh, way more than I thought we were going to throw the ball. Yeah. Um, but I thought at least for a quarter, <laughs> a quarter, we had a uh, we had an identity, uh, more disciplined. I think we had eight penalties, three of them were on one drive where we ended up third and 41. <laughs> so <laughs> I love the announcers on that one. Hey, what's your go-to third and 41 play? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, Baker threw the ball 39 times. I did not. That's two games worth of what I thought we were going to see this year. Uh, and he completed 21 passes. Just one time, guys. I want Baker's completion percentage to be in the 60s for a game. This yeah. dude lives in the low 50s. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's his staple. A Baker staple is a 52% completion percentage for the game. Yep. It's uh, his QB rating was 33. Oh. So he, like what how are we doing this? Are we are we trying to do positives first? Are we going to scrape the bottom of that barrel? <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I guess you could say his only pick, you know, was tipped. Clay Campbell tipped it. The only pick that actually got caught. Yeah. The second one that he threw, I don't, who was it? The defender, he threw it right into his hands and the uh, guy just dropped it. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was as surprised as anybody. Wow. He threw it right I to me. I can't believe this ball's here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even wearing the Cleveland Browns uniform. We're going to talk about positives. I'd say Nick Chubb's first run, everything after that, I, I was, that I, I, he didn't look like Nick Chubb last year at all. And I'm sure the Ravens keyed in on that. That was one of the things like, Hey, Nick Chubb ain't going to beat us type yeah. of a thing. But, I thought Nick Chubb first drive, I was like, okay, hey, the Brown, we were rolling. I thought that, you know, it looked like we had something going. Then we throw the interception. Uh, but really after that drive, I thought Kareem Hunt was the better back. I, I thought he yeah. was more explosive. I thought he wanted the ball way more than what Chubb was giving us. We, uh, I actually put down in here, Hunt out-carried Nick Chubb. Yep. And also I think he had eight targets in the pass game. Kareem Hunt definitely seemed like a focal point. And I don't know how much of this was. Did Stefanski get mad at Chubb for fumbling? And so he kind of phased him out. But it seemed from the get-go like Hunt had a definitive role. And I heard a lot during camp stuff I was reading that said Kareem Hunt fits our scheme. Like, he might fit it better than what Nick Chubb fits our scheme. And so don't be shocked if going forward, like, Kareem Hunt, it sounds crazy to say because Nick Chubb's awesome, but Kareem Hunt might start to phase him out. There's a reason we gave Kareem. There's a reason we gave Kareem Hunt a two-year extension. Kareem Hunt is closer to the archetype, you know, the type of player that Dalvin Cook is. Mm-hmm. You know, he's that fast, still a kind of a power runner, a bigger guy, but pass catcher, elusive, can catch right. the ball. So right. it sounds crazy, and I want to give a shout-out to Ian Murphy. He told me this before the season. He said, Kareem Hunt's going to get an extension. Nick Chubb's gone. And mm-hmm. I was like, you're insane. There's no way that's happening. He actually texted me before Kareem Hunt got the extension when it was just rumored, and he was like, I told you so. Hmm. So this guy, I don't know, maybe maybe Ian should be coaching the Browns. Well, here, let's just <laughs> let's just look real quick, though, because some positives for this Browns running game. So you're right. Hunt out-carried Chubb 13-10. to 10. Yep. Hunt, 72 yards, Chubb, 60. But 
both of these guys were over five yards of carry. Yeah. Hunt was five, five and a half, and Chubb was six, six. against yep. the Ravens. Yep. So we got two guys. Oh, and by the way, uh, both of their longest runs were over 20 yards. Yeah. And the Nick Chubb fumble, it's not like he took the handoff and got, you know, he literally he was, was fighting up. for extra yards. If he, if his lineman's not laying on the ground in front of him, he's down <laughs> and it's not a fumble. So I feel like I don't think that Stefanski benched him for an extra effort play where, you know, if it's a Patriots play last year where they just completely just botched the handoff, then maybe, maybe it's that, but I don't know. I've, I don't yeah, think I yeah, I agree, Justin. I, I don't think that it was – I think it was one of those situations we're going to see this year, and it sucks for you fantasy owners out there that have Nick Chubb and you took him early, that it's going to be the hot hand. Hot hand who's, yep. who's given – who Stefanski's eye likes more out on the field, who he thinks is giving him the better look. Because also if you're a defense, you kind of got to scheme Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt in a little bit different way than – they're not just, you know, apples to apples with both those guys in the game. They do different things better than the other. I agree. Yep. I agree. Um, so I, I kind of, you know, as soon as the game was done, I got on my phone and started putting notes so I wouldn't forget things that happened in the game. Um, so obviously, <laughs> what were we five minutes into the game? Baker throws a pick. Yeah. It's like, here we go again. Like, here we right, go again. Right where we left off, baby. Yep. Yeah. And, and nothing then, changed. You know, and then the Ravens immediately turned into points. And then – we get the ball back and we got a punt and we, you know, Scottish hammer delivers an awesome punt pins them at the one. And what do we do? We give up a 99 yard drive, <laughs> like methodical. There was no question. They were going to score 99 yard drive. And then, so the Browns finally answer, go down, score a touchdown right on cue. What do we do? We miss the extra point. So some of my keys of the game last year, Get ahead or last week, get ahead early. That was out the window nope. quick. Win the special teams battle. Nope. Nope. We missed a field goal, missed an extra point. Win time of possession. We did by like 20 seconds. And that was that only because that was only because the Ravens would score so fast. And so we didn't do one thing. It's like they didn't listen to the show. You know, if they would have listened to the show, they would have known they needed to get ahead early. Or did the show get put on Twitter? <laughs> no, I don't know. We'd have to look and see. I'm sure, I'm sure if you guys look in about 10 seconds, it'll be on. Twitter. Absolutely. <laughs> Blake, you did miss with the, with the uh, Scottish Hammer. Uh, how about our fourth and, what, three or four uh, going for it early in the game, first quarter? I mean, uh, going for it right off the rip. I think it was 7 nothing at that point. Yes. We, Defense, the only stand they made, we ended up holding them to a field goal. But I mean, it could have got worse quicker than what it did. So obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty. If you don't get it, everybody says it's a terrible call. But I know what Stefanski's thinking. He's going, man, we can't do anything on offense, and we can't stop a nosebleed right now. He's like, we got to do something to wake these guys up. He's like, we can't give these guys the ball back now. Did we execute it very well? No. No. Oh, my gosh. It was yeah, the, the execution. worst fake punt I've ever – like, he didn't He didn't even try to sell a fake on that. Like, he was running to the line of scrimmage as the ball was being snapped. I'm like – as soon as he snapped, I'm like, oh, oh they're, they're fake punting. That Like, yeah. he got kind of leveled, too. <laughs> I, I think he was, like – I think he was scared. I think he was, like, he had the jitters and – 
Yeah, that in the block. If you go back and you watch uh, Andrus and Dejo, that's there, and he's trying to like lead block the guy. Like if he makes the block, maybe he has a chance to get a yard or two. But he just literally got pushed around like he was a toddler, right to the ground, and the guy <laughs> pushes him out of the way. All right, pushes him out of the way, and then just annihilates Jamie Gillen. You know this big buff punter that we have that's looks like this genetic freak or whatnot and he gets blown up. That's why he's that's why he gets paid to kick the ball. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, not run not, for not first back. Yeah. So we we were watching the game and we said, you know, Stefanski must have accidentally picked up one of Freddie's old playbooks or something on his way out. <laughs> and then we oh, yeah, and the then whole we have to there, there was an alert came out or I saw on Bleacher Report that actually it wasn't Freddie's ex playbook. It was Hugh's ex playbook oh, that yeah. he grabbed because it said the first game that Hugh Jackson ever coached for the Browns. He tried a uh, fake, fake punt point. in the first quarter. It was like fourth and it was very, very similar situation and it didn't work either. And I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know. I, I I understand what you're saying there, Blake, but like just it, football IQ wise, it's just even just at least put, give us a chance. Now I understand if we punt and they come down and score, then we're down 14, nothing, but I mean, it didn't really hurt us that much. Yeah. We only gave up three. Honestly, it's our best defensive stand of the season. Um, and so I think what hurt us even more, we get the ball back. You know, it's kind of like a four-minute offense type deal. We're, we're pushing. We're like, man, we're driving again. We might score, make this thing a game before the half. And Odell drops a wide-open pass on third and one. Was that the one yeah, where third. he looked like he just wanted to bat it down? Like, he, he caught it. He like he looked just, like he was trying to turn yeah. up field before he caught it. And I've been a huge Odell guy, you know, thinking he's going to be our best receiver this season. <laughs> and all I've heard in training camp is how he he looks unguardable. He soaks his explosiveness is back. They even said it on the game. They're like, Odell's got his spring back. Look at him. I mean, he's he sucked. He's not even our fourth best receiver right. on the team. You, you mean Odell on that play where they were like, "Yeah, Odell's got his spring back, but he stepped out of bounds and the catch didn't count." Yeah, <laughs> that was a dud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he he was awful. Now I will say that, and then what? In the we do not know how to get this guy involved. Freddie didn't know how to do it, and now I mean I'm going to give Stefanski some leeway because. He had the same problem first couple of weeks last year in Minnesota where Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen were both calling out the offensive coordinator because Minnesota was attempting three passes a week and nobody was getting the ball. So he's got time to adjust. But then we just start force-feeding Odell the ball. I mean, he had like three targets in the first half, and I think he finished with 10. It worked out a little bit because he kept drawing pass interference penalties. But, man, he did not look good. So I he think look at it all. Gettleman probably looks like the smartest guy in the world right now because he got a first round pick out of us for yep. Odell for a guy that we cannot we can't get involved in our system. What do you have? Three catches for fourteen yards on ten targets, on like 10 you targets. said, Blake. Like elite receivers in the NFL do not go three for three of ten. Well, my thing too is that like so it's a couple series in the game, and I'm like. Where's Odell Beckham? I haven't seen him one time. Like, I haven't even heard his name get mentioned. Nothing. And they're like, oh, he's getting an IV. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) There was no preseason. There was no, barely any training camp. What are you getting an IV for? It's the second quarter of the game. 
Well, that's yeah, why he, he's out of shape. He didn't have yeah, any crazy. Yeah, he's doing Drake up. videos at the Nike headquarters, <laughs> and takes a lot out of you, I guess. I don't know, man. I like that song, but I'd rather if he wasn't in the video. That looks makes us look stupid. I would say a lot of our struggles there, kind of. Uh, I would have said maybe it was second quarter because I don't think Odell had a target until the second quarter. And then we were – and Baker came out today, you know, and quote and said we can't force the ball to Odell or whatnot. <laughs> I felt like some of those plays, we were forcing the ball there. Uh, I would we say trying, like all we of them, man. Yeah. I, as much, too, as like, you know, Odell sucked, all of our receiver – I thought Jarvis looked, I thought where I saw Jarvis when they were targeting Murley, I thought Jarvis looked very competent, very, uh, and then he disappeared. They completely went away from their game plan. Jarvis Landry is wide receiver one for the Browns. Yeah. He is. Yep. Odell is not the wide receiver one. He had two more catches than Odell. Doesn't matter. 60 yards. Doesn't matter when he gets, how many targets though? Six. When he gets thrown the ball. Does something with it. He does something. Yeah. How much is of Odell's problem is Baker. Probably, Probably at least lot. half. Yeah, a lot. A l- I, I like. I we were talking on the way up here. Every game I watch, it is like it gets worse and worse. That Baker might not be our quarterback. That's a very, very, and I hate to say this. Cause guess what? We're going we're, back five years already. He, even in this, he used to. You know, his rookie season, he was so good at like manipulating the pocket. He'd drop back, and if there's a little bit of pressure, he'd sidestep it, step up in the pocket. I don't know if you guys remember, like, the last yeah. half of his rookie year, we uh, had the least amount of sacks. Yeah, we did. And I, I With watched... With Greg Robinson. I watched a second-year quarterback last night do those things very well, and I was impressed with his pocket presence, and that was Drew Locke. Did you yeah. guys watch that game with I, the Broncos? I, I did, I did not. not. He, I stuck at work. He yeah. moved up in the pocket. He rolled out... I I did not realize how quick he was and how good of an arm he has. Yeah, it's like uh, okay, this guy he didn't have a big game or anything, but I, I he's definitely got the makings he of had, a good quarterback. Yeah, Baker Baker take the snap Sunday and immediately looked panicked. He's like, oh, it was back and forth this. and side to side, and you know. He's fake, like fake, fake. Obviously, and, you want to have good feet in the pocket, but he's like buzzing. He's like turning his head a million miles per hour. He doesn't know where to throw the ball. And then the little there are so many times in that game he get a little outside pressure. I'm like, just step up, Baker. Yep. No, he just he just bails. Who does he think he is? Mike Vick, Russell Wilson. I mean, like, I, I don't know either of those guys right now he on is, this roster. He has. He's completely regressed from his rookie season, and it's it's killing me to say that because I love how Cleveland he is, and his rookie year was so good. Like the best thing we've had in my life. But man, he and I don't think I don't think opposing defenses are afraid of Baker Mayfield, and they're like so they're like we just got to lock up these receivers for two three seconds tops until one D lineman gets free, and Baker's gonna run around and be screwed. And I think no, none of our, I mean, we had 2000 yard receivers last year, but neither one of them had that good of seasons. And I just, if he continues like this, I don't want to panic after one game, but he's not going to be in much longer. It's not one game. That's the thing. It was 16 last year. I will say (laughs) he's the first quarterback in NFL history to play on the same team for his first 30 games and have four different head coaches. Yep. So the Browns have done a good job job of screwing him oh, over for sure yeah but at some point too like you were the number one pick in the draft at some point your talent should 
overtake that a little bit and you should be able to at least look good. He doesn't look good. What's the thing? Like, okay, different schemes. I get it. It's difficult to learn. You're learning new things and all that kind of stuff. But at some point, like you just said, like you're, you're a quarterback. You've been doing this for years and years and years and years. Where's that natural ability? Like, I don't, I'm not seeing anything out of him. I mean, his you, accuracy is so bad right now. Okay, when he and when he throws the ball, does it not look like it just kind of floats out there? Like he doesn't. I don't know, man. It just doesn't look like when I watch other quarterbacks play the game. This pains me to say this right now, too. Oh, I, I, it sucks because I <laughs> yeah. love Baker. I w- I've been so Baker this whole time. I still am, but I, I, I'm not yeah. going to sugarcoat this. That I gotta, leash is getting shorter. That I mean, leash yeah, is definitely getting see shorter. It. I agree. I think the leash is getting shorter. I think that if he comes out like this, especially this Thursday night, mm-hmm. um, I think that it's going to be bad if we, he looks as bad as he did in week one. I think he's going to bounce back a little bit. I don't think – I mean, we've been talking about it all, you know, training camp ever since we started the podcast. We were like, Safansky's coming in. We're going to be running the football. I'm sure that there weren't many days when they were doing pregames and like, all right, Baker, you're going to throw 39 passes this week. They probably didn't have 39 pass plays in their playbook that they went over in training camp because they didn't think that they were going to be doing that. Here's what, um, here's what scares so that, me a little that bit. That bothers me a little bit. No explo- It seems like no explosiveness in the offense. So even in that first half, we had 188, 189 yards at the half. So, I mean, we were on pace to put up almost 400 yards offense. That's not – that's a – pretty decent game the problem is we'd run the ball run the ball run the ball and do a play action pass no 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 explosive plays no nothing downfield nobody's open it's like they're just they're daring either our receivers can't get open or baker can't find them he misses he's just missing everybody and then even tight end wise i was just going there austin hooper big time money two catches austin who where yeah (laughs) i mean I don't even, I'm not going to lie, and I'm just being completely honest, I don't even remember his catches. Like, they were so, I mean, it was 15 one. yards. It Did was, he have more than one? No, I thought there was two catches for 15. Two. two catches, 15 yards, well, good I think. for him. Yep. Um, two catches, 15 yards, he had two targets, that was it. Yeah, yep. and I, I literally, I remember the one, it was like a little sideline out, and then Harrison uh, Bryant had one at the beginning, a little five yard, and I was like, oh man, they're getting him involved. You know who our best player was on Sunday? David Njoku. Yep. David Njoku. Yeah, and guess what? Yes. Now he's hurt. Yeah. Three weeks on injured yeah. reserve. I literally read, I told him, I'm like, I'm going through, uh, I have this like app on my thing and it just it gives me live updates and it's like David Njoku on IR, blah, blah, blah. The first thing it said is, who cares? And I just was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's where that's where we're literally at for the Browns. Like He, he, was, the, he was the lone bright spot. Yeah. And then gets hurt. He caught all three of his targets, had a touchdown. Yep. And... He he was one of the only good things about that game, um, you know. And we we haven't even talked about the defense yet. Oh, we've only focused on the offense. No, so yeah. Far. And and the thing is, like, I know we keep going back to well, it's the Ravens. It's the Ravens. They're such yeah. a great team. They'll lose games this year. You know what I mean? There well, will maybe. be te- there will be teams that that are going to come in or everybody's going to play up for them. And yeah, they're going to play some. They're going to play better teams than what we uh, rolled out. Yeah, there. I mean, teams going sixteen zero is very very rare. Um, they're going to lose a game or two or three or maybe four. I don't know, but you know what I mean? It's not like there's this invincible force that we six points yeah. with, with how many times Blake in the off season, look at us, look at our team on paper. That's, oh, that's what I was going to say. Six? We, you know, 
We on paper, everybody talks about how good the Ravens roster is. The Browns roster is it's not like we got this isn't 2017, 2016, you know, where we got a, a bunch of scrubs out there. This roster is loaded with first round picks yep. and, you know, Pro Bowl players, superstars. And we score six freaking points. I mean, it's unbelievable. And. I know it's a new system, but this is supposed to be, you know, a very QB friendly system. And it, man, it, it's going to be, hopefully it'll be friendly to Case Keenan when he gets to play in a couple weeks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I think it'll, I think it'll be, we have to at least explore there. There'll be six games. We have to make sure Baker's not the guy. Cause if we go away from Baker, that'll be the last time we ever see Blake. He, that'll be the last time. I don't think that, I mean, for what we're paying Case, they'll they're comfortable with him, which is awful. Because <laughs> literally, the, I've, I've said it a bunch of times: if we're going to go after a quarterback, the quarterback that we want to build a franchise around isn't going to be available next year. Justin Fields is not going to be available where we get a pick. Trevor Lawrence sure is not going to be. Well, here's the thing: is, I we, like those kids way too much to wish them to Cleveland. <laughs> if yeah, we play I as bad as we did week one. one. <laughs> I mean, who knows? We yeah. might be in top one or two yeah. because we thought the Jags. We're going to get into our picks later. Uh, we the thought, Jags. We thought the Jaguars. Jag hey, can we go back on the record? I, we all laughed about it. Zach, you didn't even ask us about the game. You just went Colts, 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 done, and moved on. Yeah. <laughs> and I completely agreed with you at the time because I was like, that for sure. Oh, yeah. Philip Rivers, the Colts. Well, they cut their whole all their starters. They traded everybody away. So hot take here: If if they given the opportunity right now, would you trade Baker Mayfield straight up for Gardner Minshew? Uh no, no. Yes, I, I definitely would. I one hundred percent would. I bring him into our, yeah, bring him into this system. I, I guess uh, who knows? Maybe he's just down there. Here's the thing: around. This wasn't a one time thing for Gardner Minshew. He did it last year mm-hmm. while Baker was. You he know, did it a half a year last year, but Baker did that for a half a year. But I mean, he's keeping yeah, it. And, he's, you, and you can say, oh, well, Baker got thrown into a new system, another head coach. Gardner's yep. whole their front office is trying to get rid of the whole team. They yep. want the number one overall pick to replace him. Tell yep. me a receiver on the, the Jaguars. Chark. Yeah, Chark, and that's it, man. Yep. You know what I mean? He, no, Baker's, no, play, yeah. Baker's playing with way more talent than Gardner Minshew is. Way more talent. They, an undrafted oh. rookie is their – he took 100% of their running back carries. Yeah. And, I uh, mean, Robinson? Yeah, yeah. Minshew. I mean, I, I was watching Red Zone, and they kept flashing him on the sideline. He's sitting there. He's got that long hair, that like sweet mustache. That, yeah, the mustache. He just he oh, is what Baker star. Mayfield thought. That's what we thought Baker was going to be—a rock star. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. I I like Gardner Minshew a lot. I liked him last year, and he keeps showing me things that Baker Mayfield is not showing me. So if the Jaguars do want to replace him, well, hey, we'll take him. Bring him all up, baby. Yeah. Because well, what would you trade him for? Just those two straight up? I would trade Baker for him straight up. Wow. It's crazy because, oh my gosh, it's just crazy. What has Baker done to make you want him on our team? I don't know, man. I mean, I, I feel like I just, it's been, well, it's been well, a well, long what's time. Gardner, what's Gardner Minshew done that you really love? Did you love his 170-yard passing game? I liked he was 19 of 20. Three touchdowns. For three touchdowns no, and no turnovers. No, and here's the thing, too. So, you know, they say after, you know, a quarterback in his rookie year, you got a little bit of an edge because there's not a whole lot of tape on you. You can kind of do some things and get away with some things. Well, Minshew played against the Colts twice last year. 
And that's a division team. He opened with the Colts this year. They've seen him three times. And it didn't matter. And how many how many yards did he have? He had like 180 like something. Yeah. Baker only had 189 on way more attempts. Uh, more completions. And less yeah, touchdowns. Less touchdowns. More interceptions. More interceptions. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm. I don't know. I guess I, I, I all I said all the last couple of days I wasn't going to panic after week one and then <laughs> you the just mo- yeah you the, told me five yeah. minutes ago don't panic man. and then the more the, the more I think about it the more it's just been bad game after bad game after bad game after bad game for Baker when was the last time he had a good game even some games where he like his yards go up his completion percentage is still in the fifties and he probably still threw two picks I mean I I, I don't remember his last good game. So it's, you know, not to beat a dead horse, but I just, he's got a lot to do. He's got a lot of improving to do in a very short amount of time or else I don't think he's going to be our starter much longer. Um, so this game couldn't have went any worse for the Browns. Obviously, we just talked about here real quick, real quick last year. So let's go through week one through 17, three picks, one, 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 two, three, Bye week. So in the first part of the season, he didn't go a game without a pick. <laughs> After the bye week, one zero zero zero. Very uh-huh. good, Baker. One one two one one three. Th- three games last year without throwing a pick. Every other game, at least one one two three four five games with two or more. How many? How many picks do you have? What twenty six? Twenty seven? I sure. Yeah, that was a lot. We're giving Jameis Winston a hard time for throwing thirty. Twenty one. 22 okay. touchdowns, 21 picks. He threw 21 picks. So he, nine interceptions is still a lot. He had that three-game stretch that saved him from being Jameis Winston. Yep. Jameis Winston threw for 5,000 freaking yards. And 30, 30 and touchdowns. And 30 touchdowns. I mean. It, he's a backup, too. And he's yeah. a backup now. If if Baker wasn't a number one pick two years ago, he's a backup. Oh, I agree with he's that. He's a backup I think, somewhere. I, and I think it's he will be. I mean, yeah. if this continues, Baker, you know. He'll be a backup for another team yep. here in a couple years. If he was a, if he's like a Cody Kessler and he's a third round pick, we've bailed. Yeah, on he's him. already done. He's already gone. Yep, we've already moved on from him. We're already, you know, we're playing somebody else. Yeah. So let's let's hope Thursday night goes differently for Baker, or else I'm going to be in here next Tuesday <laughs> ripping him again. <laughs> um, well, you know, like I said, this game couldn't have went any worse. So as we were sucking on offense and being awful <laughs> oh, on we defense, we do the defensive yeah, side. Of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Strap in tight, folks. We got to yeah. keep going here. We haven't even mentioned a, a bulk of these injuries. So no. this game couldn't have went much worse for us. So we we lost. We were terrible, and then our first round draft pick gets hurt. Now I haven't. I I think he's okay. I don't. I haven't seen though if he's going to be able to play Thursday. It's still in the air, man. The right as of right now, they're saying it's. I don't know if it's going to be a game time decision, but he's he's not healthy. So it's not a serious injury if they're talking day to day. And maybe if we weren't such a quick turnaround playing Thursday, if we were playing Sunday, maybe he'd be ready to go. But still, he might miss a game. So our, our brand new tackle who we're trying to, you know, transition to left immediately going to be missing games. Well, and I, I do recall, like, as soon as I saw Wills go out of the game, I don't know if it was like the same play, the next play. 
they showed Conklin was also limping around on the field. Not, you know, I, he'll play, but mm-hmm. he was banged up too. I'm like, oh my God. And I didn't even pay attention. Did JC Treader play? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was literally, Chubb was laying on top of him on the fumble. Okay. Yeah. That's the only reason I remember it because I just went, ah, oh, God. Ah, oh, there it is. And then Njoku, going to miss three weeks at least, yep. MCL sprain. And then, you know, if he rushes back from that, who knows if he's as explosive. Um, you know, the MCL is obviously not the ACL, but if he's, you know, if he's coming back in three weeks, he might only be 80% for the first couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, and then Jacob Phillips, I don't know how bad his injury is, but he posted a picture on Instagram and a yeah. real big knee brace. It didn't look good. No. So, and he started a linebacker for us. We got nobody else. No. Our, our, literally our best player on defense for the game was BJ Goodson. For, he was leading, leading tackler. I mean, a like, career journeyman. Yeah. A guy that couldn't even cut it for the Packers was our best player on defense. Yeah. Can, can we go into that real quick? Because I love Miles Garrett and I get ripped on it a lot. Can we talk about that real quick? Miles Garrett, one tackle, Olivier Vernon, two tackles. And then we only had two sacks for the game. And I, it, Thank God we have Adrian Claiborne. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Who, yeah. He was probably. Uh, as far as the line goes, him and and I thought Oban Joby had a a very good game. Yeah, uh, and here's the thing: I don't know about very good game, but he was memorable. Well, they threw the ball twenty five times. Lamar Jackson did. Miles Garrett couldn't get one sack, obviously, or a pressure. I don't even remember him getting a pressure. <laughs> I didn't or a hurry. Close. I didn't. Even see, I saw he recovered the fumble. And that Garrett. was the only time I heard his name. It says Garrett had one QB hit. I don't remember that. Oh, I mean, you know, one QB hit. It was probably after he pitched the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. forty yards. Yeah, it wasn't a sack. Lamar Jackson on the behind said nice (laughs) play. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, I, do you guys feel like it's time to start talking about Miles Garrett the way we just talked about Baker Mayfield? I mean, did we Uh, waste two back to back first number one overall picks? You guys remember in the our hot takes episode when I said I'd trade Miles Garrett and Odell for Russell Wilson. And you guys all said I was crazy. And then Baker uh, sucked in this game. Russell Wilson, I don't know if you saw, was magnificent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Odell was awful in our game. And Miles Garrett had uh, one tackle. So, was, right, was that? Call up Seattle. Call him up right now. Yeah. We'll do it. Tell, we'll him do it his, tell him to eat his pancakes and send us Russell Wilson. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, am I looking that crazy now? No, you're not. You know what I mean? Because, um, you know, in that, I, I suggested that trade where I thought Odell was going to have a good season. And now who knows? He might still have a good season. But based on what I saw week one, it's not yeah. looking good. Odell, Odell's going to have a good season as soon as we trade him to yeah, somebody else. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's what's going to happen. I don't put a ton of blame on Odell because I just oh. think we don't know how to incorporate him into our now offense. I'm going to tell you what, if, if, we're, if they're serious about it, they need to be talking to uh, San Francisco. They just signed uh, Mohamed Sanu. Okay. <laughs> well, and they, we really yeah, need to be yeah. talking to them. Like, yeah. how about we give you Odell, give us. I mean, it's not like we, yeah, they'll laugh at a first. I mean, a second. Yeah. If we can, you know, we'll scrape a Nick second. We'll take your backup quarterback. We'll take him. He yeah. won a few games for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, Shanahan would just be licking his chops. Like, yeah, give me that talent. Mm-hmm. I'll figure They're out how so to make it work. Receiver. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> well, so. Yeah, Odell does, so Blake, real quick, because we had a hot take about Odell. Uh, do you believe me now that he's a crybaby? No, nah, why? 
Oh my gosh! Dude, you can I'm, see it all game long. I'm with Zach Him on this one. Off the, walking off the field. There's literally, I remember it was like first down or second down, and we ran a play, and he didn't get the ball, and he didn't even go back to huddle. He just he turned around and just walked right off the field to the sideline. <laughs> well, different, pers- different, different personnel groupings. <laughs> oh my gosh! He is such a crybaby. It's not even funny. I, I mean, can't believe that you're sticking up for him. At least Baker's out there with his heart on his sleeve and you're bashing him. Odell, he cries if he doesn't get the ball. Well, he should. I want him to get the ball. He's probably our most explosive player, and we can't find a way to give him the ball ever. Hey, who was our who was our best wide receiver when Baker had his best year? Well, he wasn't on the team. Look, Jarvis Landry can get open. We don't need we him. Said That's this. what I'm thinking. I don't think we need him. No, I'm with you, Zach, because, I mean, the thing with – okay. You can blame Baker and the system and not being able to get him the ball. He is a, supposedly, I'm going to put this in quotes because I don't believe it anymore, an elite receiver in the NFL. Those guys don't need manufactured plays. Yeah, Yeah. they don't need schemed for because they just, they they dominate with their talent, their skill, their route running. They get open. You know, they're catching like... He had a a thousand yards last year. How many times did he catch the ball to and run two yards backwards? I, I, every catch tries to get cute every time. I mean, we we we're we're saying that he doesn't get open, but he he had a thousand yards last year. Well, if he keeps up at the pace he's at, he's gonna. He's <laughs> you gonna know what I mean? A few more. Catches. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying yeah. we're talking about we're talking about how it's not the system. You know, he's just got to be. I feel like he had a thousand yards last year, and they were all him. We didn't we didn't get him any of those yards. He had to get all those yards. So. Okay, so- well, okay, who was anybody watching Monday night last night? The Giants and yes. Steelers. Anybody I watched a little of that game. I watched a little so, of that. Okay, so one, I thought Daniel Jones looked good. I thought he Absolutely. looked. I mean, he put on a bunch of muscle this year, and he looks like a totally different quarterback. Big Ben finally got back in the swingings. But okay, to the Odell thing, Odell left left uh, New York and was unhappy, and everybody wanted to blame Eli Manning. Anybody know Eli Manning? I didn't know until last night. He's seventh all time in passing yards, all time <laughs> NFL history, and he's top ten in passing touchdowns NFL history. Yeah. So uh, as much as maybe Eli made Odell what he was, and was able, and know Odell had to make circus catches, but Eli was the one who put it there for him to be able to make that catch. Baker can't do that right now. Here, well, here's the thing. Another thing we we gave Juju Smith Schuster a ton of crap last year for yep. being awful. And then he gets his quarterback back, and he had a pretty good game. He looked pretty solid. So what what would a good quarterback do for our receivers? No, that's very true. But I'm looking at last year's stats for Beckham. And the, the most receptions he had in a game, he had eight so against, er, against the Cardinals. Okay. Most receptions. <sighs> I don't know, man. Like, I'm just looking at these numbers. He had 200-yard games last year. So if I'm Odell, this is what this is exactly what I got out of Odell. If I'm a mind reader, um, and I don't, and I'm not saying I am, but Odell in the first quarter didn't have any target, and in his head, what he was thinking is, "Oh, this is just like last year all over again." And I think a lot of Browns players were thinking that way. Of man, we got rid of Freddie Kitchens. That was supposed to be the problem. Nope, we're getting killed again in Week One against a division rival. That I mean, it doesn't even look like we belong on the same field with offensively or defensively. I agree. And I think that it's – and I'm with a lot of the people out there. I think that for the Browns to change, there's kind of one big thing that has to happen. I don't think it's coaching staff. 
I don't think that it's the players we have. I think uh, somebody needs to think about maybe listing a, on Craig's list if anybody's interested in the Browns team or the yeah, franchise. I agree. Wants to buy them. <laughs> I completely um, agree. I'm sure that will go cheap on the dollar uh, yeah. for anybody who'd be interested. You think we need new owners, huh? I think it starts think at the top, do. man. Yeah. I, think the Indian, I think the Browns need new owners. The Indians need new owners. <laughs> I mean, at least Dan Gilbert, is he can be an idiot at times, but – He's spending money out there. He'll, he's willing to do whatever it takes to try to I actually win. said this, though. Could you imagine? So the Indians' owners are cheapskates, but our front office is very good. They make a lot out of nothing year after year. We're always relevant in baseball, the Indians are. Imagine if the Browns had that front office. Like, I mean, the Indians are not inept. When it comes to the draft and it comes to finding talent, the, the Indians, I mean, everybody on the Indians roster, you never heard of five years ago. And then they come, to, we turn them into the best pitching staff in baseball. Imagine if we had, the Browns front office is just so inept. And I would say, you know, <laughs> this is a big thing. If do we need to make a QB change sooner rather than later. It, I think do, that depends. Do we need that spark? That depends on if everybody's going, Freddie was supposed to be the problem and we're still out here getting killed. Can't do anything. What who's to say you put what do you put case in and all of a sudden we start moving the ball, lighting it up? Sometimes you just got to make that switch, right? Well, and that's the thing. So, what's the goal for the Browns this year? Is it to develop talent and you know get everybody up to speed on the new scheme and with the new coaching so that we're ready to rock and roll next year, or is oh, it to yeah. try to make the playoffs this year? Because, right. and I know okay, so I know that there, there's a huge difference between like middle school football and the NFL, but it doesn't take that long to learn a scheme. Okay, if I, I I could teach seventh graders a playbook in like two weeks for their first game, NFL players can learn a playbook in a couple of weeks. It does not. We shouldn't still be talking about new scheme. Well, sure, because they've been they've been like like we said earlier, yeah. they've been doing it for years. Yeah, they've been playing football since they were in seventh grade. It shouldn't. It doesn't take that long. And they're they got five hour practices and then meetings and it's meetings and all kinds of stuff. I, I see seventh graders for an hour and a half five days a week and I get, they get ready to play. Yeah, okay. Good, game. good point. Think about like last year, Justin Fields transfers to a new school, new system, new team, everything Lights he's in school. <laughs> yeah. You know, so he's doing football like part time. It's not his full time job. He's still got to go to class, do all that stuff. Supposedly. Well, yeah, whatever. But, <laughs> but still, but, but he learns a new system. Yeah. You know, so, so I don't want to hear this new system stuff. I, I think there's a huge problem with the Browns right now. And it's, um, it, I don't like saying it out loud. So I know that we we had a I I think we had a good draft, but how much blame has to go to Andrew Barry for what he rolled out there on defense? Like, because we still have a ton of cap money. No, I'm not gonna. No, no, no because the Andrew Barry, the injuries, man. The, the defense we put out is not the defense he put together. We don't have Greedy Williams out there. We don't missing, have uh, Kevin Pitt. Johnson. Yeah, we don't have Del Pitt. Yeah. We're missing. The, the only holes on this defense was supposed to be middle linebacker. And another one of those just fell off. Yeah. yeah. So I can't put injuries on Andrew Barry. Now, Clay Matthews is still sitting out there. And he's, we just had another middle linebacker. He's not playing. They uh, So he was offered a position. I can't remember exactly with who. I want to say it was something like Seattle or something like that. And he said he is not playing. He's not going to play. I know Denver. I know Denver, Denver? wanted him when Vaughn Miller went down. Yeah, that's what it was. It was. Uh, it was Denver. Denver. Yep, yep. Said they offered him a contract, and he said, "I'm not playing." 
All right, guys. Here's the here's the guy we haven't talked about, Kevin Stefanski. Okay. Uh, I mean, no blame being. I mean, not a whole lot of blame being thrown his way. We're blaming Baker. We're blaming all these things. But I mean, he's got to show if he comes out this Thursday night against the Bengals and doesn't look great. I mean, what are we? I mean, we were ripping Freddie any chance we got. <laughs> hey, Freddie. Hey, we were just talking about explosive plays. Freddie was trying. He was trying to run the fullback sweep to the <laughs> receiver, pass back to the quarterback. He was. Try- they just didn't work. But he was trying those explosive plays. That's all we tried. Oh, and we. Uh, oh. I mean, right now we're running. You know, here we're going to run the ball on first, second down, and we're going to probably throw on third. And then we were like, oh, wait, they're going to they know that's coming because we did that the first three drives. So we're going to pass every single down and we're just not built for that. And I think he's still trying to figure that part out of not having the camp. So that's the only part where we said, you know, we don't want to know the new system. Um, I didn't like that. He didn't say that who was calling plays until five minutes before kickoff. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'll hold the play sheet and call the play. <laughs> so, like, that should have been a decision from day one. Yep. And. I liked. I would have liked uh, the OC to be doing that. I wish that then the head coach doesn't have to focus solely on, you know, just calling plays, running the offense. Because you do that, then you're over with the offensive team during the entire time your defense is on the field. And oh, holy crap, they just scored a touchdown. Yeah. Okay. okay. But no. I'm going to say this. I didn't think Freddie should have been calling plays because look at all other aspects of our team. We had 18 penalties. Our team, we looked more organized. We had an identity on offense. We only had eight penalties. So I, I can't put – I mean, Stefanski, in my opinion, is the least of my worries after week one. No, I, I – you know what? Zach brings up some good points, I think. And now I'm now that I'm really thinking about it, you know, Hugh Jackson came in. He was an OC. We hired him head coach. He's going to call the plays. Sucked. Freddie Kitchens, <laughs> OC, bring him in. He's going to call the plays. Sucked. So we're like, hey, that worked out really well the last two coaches. So now let's bring in Stefanski. Oh, hey, he was an OC and he's going to call the plays. Whenever he said that he was going to be calling the plays for this game, you know, or for this season, I'm like, sucked. That's, <laughs> yeah, but that, 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 that's just writing on the wall right there, yeah. man. Some I'm the, tired of this. Like, some of the best it. teams in the league, though, their head coaches call plays. Yes. But not yes. the Browns. A lot, a lot of head coaches call plays, if you think about it. But Andy Reid. The established one. Right. Andy, Andy Reid's been doing that for 30 Doug years. Peterson, Doug Peterson was an established. He won oh. a Super Bowl. Yes, but the Eagles and haven't the been the same. Look, what, do you, what do you do week one against uh, whoever Jacksonville or whoever it was he played? Washington. <laughs> Well, How do you look? They, they can't. Well, they can't. Dwayne Haskins beat him. They can't block anybody. <laughs> uh, who else? Sean McVay. Went to a Super Bowl in what his second year calling plays. Uh, Sean Payton. A lot of people call plays. I think it becomes a problem calling plays if the rest of your team is in complete dysfunction and you have 20 penalties a game and stuff like that. When you're getting, you know, but that that wasn't a problem for for the Browns. For a first-time head coach, I I think it's a bad idea to try to do that. Like, I... And I know, like, okay, Sean McVay is kind of a rare breed. Like, that doesn't really happen. Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, but he was an OC for a very long long time. He was OC longer than he was. I'm just saying, I just threw out, like, eight names that are doing it. There's only 32 teams in the league. The people you're you're throwing out there, Sean Payton, Drew Brees. uh, You got Sean McVay. He's a little different, but Jared Goff is a legit quarterback in the NFL. Jimmy G, Jimmy G out in San Fran. Jimmy G's not I mean, that great either. 
I'm, Jimmy G, all he does is win. Yeah, because he had Belichick and Kyle Shanahan and a great front seven. Okay, will you take Baker over Jimmy G in Cleveland? Uh, no. <laughs> That's because I think I didn't say that Jimmy G was like the worst quarterback in the league. I think we have a bottom of all. If I you're ranked so down on Baker, it's you were so high on him. You probably got his jersey on order right now in your cart from NFL.com. <laughs> I was. If you rank, if you ranked the thirty-two starting quarterbacks in the league right now, would he be? He'd probably be in your bottom five. I don't. Know. We're all doing the quick calculations. Yeah. Tell me a quarterback. Tell me a starting quarterback in the league right now that you would rather have Baker than that person. I don't want Mitch Trubisky. I don't care what he did yep. on Sunday. What about Burrow? I still want Baker over Burrow right now. We're gonna, we'll find out yeah, on Thursday. Find out. Quick, man. Dwayne Haskins. Tyrod Taylor. I still don't want Tyrod Taylor. I mean, look at those two teams that they were playing. I mean, and yeah, I mean that's what Burrow went up against. The Chargers I, team that has no defense. All their better best players are hurt. I wouldn't take Sam Darnold. Right. Sam Darnold. Oh my gosh, the New York Jets offense. I have the. I have like where I can watch all the games, and he is just. Yeah, oh my gosh, it's terrible. Bad. Le'Veon Bell. He's Her, terrible. He's, he's really wanted that money. Now he can't stay on the field. <laughs> they need to trade him. I'm just, we're the, I think he's at least a bottom eight quarterback, at least. We I keep could, going up. If we keep bringing up these names, Blake's going to be like, all right, he's at least in the bottom 20. And I can make, even for some of these guys you're saying, I think you can make the argument for the guy that you don't want. I talked a lot of crap about two people, and I got to take back on both of them. The first one being Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson can throw the ball. I'm very wrong. I, I need to say right now, I'm way off on that. I watched that guy dice us up big time. Even if we were injured, he diced us up. People were wide open, though. Well, good I mean, enough. He, he could throw to him. Baker his, couldn't do that. His first touchdown pass, Mark Andrews bailed him out so bad. Oh, yeah. That dude was yeah, so so That was one of the first passes of the game yeah. for him, so I'll get I'll give him a little break on that one because the pass to Marquise Brown down the field was like super 50 nice. yards in the air and put it, put mean, it on right a dime, on. dog. Yep, dropped it. What about Josh Allen? We could have had that guy. He looked pretty good. And obviously he was <laughs> – Somebody said he couldn't throw, I remember. I think that was we had me. a high fantasy football draft <laughs> at my house. I dropped him too, yeah. Blake said he, he, can't, he can't throw. You don't want anybody from Buffalo. Well, yeah, he's just not that accurate. But when, again, <laughs> when you've got guys down the field, you know, burning, burning the defenders, yep. it, it doesn't really matter. You just throw it out there in the vicinity and they make the catch because they can adjust. Well, and Josh Allen can do more things, too. So, you know, he might not be that accurate of a passer, but he's a crazy good athlete. He led their team in rushing. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Baker, if he's not accurate, what is he? He's an unathletic white guy running around out there with a bunch of guys who are way more athletic than he is. Oh, well. hey, how about I, I love the announcers they brought up about, they were like, well, Baker, you know, he showed up more in shape this year, but when he's kind of scrambling out of the pocket, he still can't get away from anybody. They, they mentioned <laughs> yeah. that. That was, I mean, and it's true. Baker, like when he gets outside the pocket and I'm like, all right, here we go. He can at least like maybe turn up field and get five yards. And all of a sudden he's running for his life because yep. some 350 pound lineman is chasing him down. <laughs> That's another thing too. So I I'm a firm believer. You don't need to be six, four to be quarterback in the NFL. I think we've seen enough shorter players uh, play well, but Baker has not figured out like throwing windows when he sits in, he gets so many balls batted down. I mean, Kyler Murray's five, three, and he looks like he's going to be pretty good. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. 
and Drew Brees Russell is, Wilson's uh, 5'10", yeah, I think. Drew Brees is first ballot Hall of Famer, you know, goat talk. Baker has yet to figure out these throwing lanes, like in between guys, you know, what these shorter guys have to do. He gets so many balls batted down. It's and insane. Clay's Campbell Clay's is Campbell. Not all over it. it. Yeah. Yeah, Calais Campbell, like he's probably not wanting to play the Browns because Baker just kept throwing it in his elbows. I mean, he's not even tipping the ball in his hand. I mean, he's just literally like blocking things with the, his forearm, you know, his bicep. And that's because, ba- I mean, he's not even hitting his hands. At least, you know, some of these other quarterbacks, they get tipped balls. It's like somebody's got just fingers. a t- very tip or something. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I think you guys can kind of see where I thought maybe, think maybe the Browns' problem is. So I don't know if I've made that clear. Oh, I, think, I, I think I think you're wrong if you say the Browns have a problem. They <laughs> yeah. have many. Multiple, multiple yes. things. There's multiple <laughs> problems. Here, so oh, go ahead. All right. Well, I was going to kind of move us into, you know, the Bengals preview. That's what I was going to do, too. Okay. Oh. So one thing that scares me to death about this Bengals game now is the Bengals have talent on the offensive side of the ball. And, man, our defense looked Shady at best. <laughs> and so, you know, a game that I picked us to win rather easily. Yep. After watching Miles Garrett can't get, he gets one tackle. So I think a big key for this game is we need to pressure the crap out of Joe Burrow and force him into making quick decisions, try to get some turnovers. I, With I don't who? know if we can do it. Who's going to pressure him? <laughs> yeah. Got to be my guy, Miles. He's got to show up. He's got it. Miles Garrett has to show up in this game. Wasn't there another guy on the D line, like Olivier something or other? I I forget. (laughs) Olivier Sheridan. Sheridan. No one said his name on Sunday, so I don't know. No, and he had more tackles than the other guy. I legit (laughs) didn't hear Olivier Vernon's name. No, it's like he wasn't even out there. You wouldn't have heard Miles Garrett's name either if he wouldn't have recovered that fumble. Yeah, they wouldn't have said his name. That's how bad it was. We have we have to pressure this guy. We cannot. And Joe Burrow is a better athlete than I think what people give him credit for. You see his twenty five yard or whatever touchdown run or scamper. Yeah, we we have to get pressure on this guy. And we got to get it in his face, up the middle. Don't let him out of the pocket. Force him into some quick decisions and some bad decisions. Hopefully, force some turnovers. Um. And then on offense, we need to get back to our identity. That first quarter and a half where we're, you know, two tight ends, you know, mixing it up. We ran the ball well against the bank, uh, the against Ravens. They had 180 some yards rushing or something. Yeah, like, like I that. said, five, five and a half and six yards yeah. to carry for yeah. those guys. We can't get solid. You can't get down. That way we don't have to go out there and throw the ball 40 times. And I need to see some explosive plays. We have talent. Can we please get the ball? I feel like the only way we ever get Odell the ball is like a quick screenplay. Uh, where we just turn and throw it to him at the line of scrimmage, that almost never works in the NFL. Turns out corners in the NFL, they run four two forties. They can close that 10-yard gap pretty quick. You know, So we need to find a way to get these guys the ball. I'm hoping Stefanski, like I, we said, Minnesota, his first month, we are like, man, this guy sucks at calling plays. He can't get digs the ball. He can't get feeling the ball. They're not doing anything. And then, you know, by the end of the season, they're super explosive. I'm hoping that's what happens for us. But, man, the defense the defense has to show up. And now we're a linebacker. I might have to go play linebacker for him. <laughs> and I'm not running a 4-2-40. Are you sure? 4-3, yeah. though, right? Yeah, maybe. I don't know about that. I said 4 I don't even know if I can run a 4 I agree with that. I don't even know if I can run a 4-2-10. I get to 8 yards and tear my hamstring. <laughs> I'd fall over at the 9-yard mark. Never finish. So I- 
I did want to throw out there. So I looked up kind of Burrow, what he did week one against the Chargers. So as bad as we said Baker just was with his 33 QBR, uh, Joe Burrow put up a whopping 20.1 QBR in uh, week one. So not great. 23 for 36 for 193 yards. Uh, Joe Mixon, he ran for 70 yards. But pretty much we got to put this guy in a situation where they have to pass the ball. As good as Joe Burrow was in college, we got to – even though we're depleted in our secondary – um, I still think that we don't want them. We got to try to get up a score um, and get the ball back, and then hopefully kind of put some put some cushion between us to where they feel like they have to uh, throw the ball because Joe Mixon can be an animal, uh, oh, yeah. and he's burned teams in the past. Uh, he was a big factor in why we lost at the end of last year. I know our players were, you know, oh, we kind of gave up, but Joe Mixon was also, you know, tearing us up. Um, so I think that we got to force Burrow to throw the ball. I think that we can, he'll still make some of those rookie mistakes and some interceptions. We can get some pressure on him, hopefully. Uh, and that's our biggest key to the game. I yeah. hope, I hope when you say get him to throw the ball, that it's with some pressure. Cause if it's him just chucking it around and it's Sendejo trying to cover people and getting burned and that could be another Really, really if, long. If, night. if AJ Green's on the field, which he was on Sunday, yeah. they have better receivers than we do. Yeah, we got AJ Green, Tyler Boyd, John Ross, T Higgins. Is T Higgins out there? Is he? I don't Higg- even see. He, him didn't, he didn't make a catch or anything. I don't yeah. know if he was playing or not, but um, they got they got talent and they got and they got speed. John Ross is fast. You know, AJ Green's AJ Green. He had nine targets. They're going to try to get him. If he's healthy, I mean, he's an elite receiver. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Well, and that's okay. So that's what kind of worries me going into Thursday night is. So the Browns played against a good defense, got slaughtered. The Bengals played against a good defense, should have won the game. Yeah. You know, they, they're they one bad offensive pass interference call away from yep. being one and no right now. Yeah, or going to overtime with a kicker. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. like every like oh. middle school football player who like fumbled and then all of a sudden his hands were broke or whatnot. <laughs> or he had yeah. some freak injury. Like he missed a kick and then just instantly like, oh my leg, yeah, I pulled something. He looked like me running the ten yard dash. <laughs> we didn't even talk about the kicker thing. So the Bengal today signed Austin Seibert. Yep. That's and such a that's such a Patriots move in my opinion. So we we cut him. They take Did, him. Which we call like as soon as the game was over, I literally was like, Cyber doesn't make it till tomorrow morning. Well, people were like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, like, I said I think, the same thing. I was I like, there's no way. I think he'll be okay. And I'm like, absolutely not. Nope. Well, how Cleveland would this be, though, if we're in a, like a tight game and Cyber makes a game-winning field goal I against oh, that? Absolutely. <laughs> that's a Cleveland You know, if it thing. comes down to that, he's not missing. No, unless so, it's in the dog pen that pound in. He sucked down there. Well, <laughs> what, what gets me is Cyber comes out and misses two key kicks in, early in the game, so we cut him. So then we go and we sign the double doink. Yeah, double <laughs> doink. Yeah, so double doink and then... What? This is the crazy part is... Parky's had a good career, though, hasn't yeah, he? Other than early, that? early no, career. No, bro. He's, this is his seventh... Well, so it's his sixth team. He's coming back to the Browns. He's already played for the Browns. <laughs> this yeah, is he, the seventh different team that he's been on since... Oh, I don't even know. 2014, 2015. He's on a team every year. And he's on two teams in one year. The thing is, I, I saw the Browns cut Cyber. I'm like, good. Sign Parky. Like, 
not good. <laughs> so it's crazy. It's crazy. He didn't have a bad year when he played for Cleveland, but he did have one game where he missed three kicks. And, it, and then it led to a loss. I just and that's very, that's a very Cleveland. Ever since Phil Dawson left, we have not, we have yet to solidify kicker. Yeah. It's insane. We spent a, what, a fifth round draft pick on Cyber. Well, and then those guys leave and guess what? They're wildly successful. San Gonzalez was yeah. a pro bowler. Yep. They're wildly <laughs> successful in the next team they go to. I, now here's the thing. Thus. Cleveland's not an easy place to kick. We don't always have like the, the best field conditions. Uh, the wind swirls a ton. But to go like Zan Gonzalez to go from, I mean, he was awful he really in Cleveland yeah. to a pro bowler. That's just so Cleveland. Yeah. And Seibert was also kicking in Baltimore. <laughs> so. Must be tough to kick in Baltimore. Yeah. Out, so. I remember Zane Gonzalez missed <laughs> the ocean uh, swirling. Yeah. <laughs> Zane Gonzalez uh, missed kicks. I think what in the Superdome at the Saints. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of swirling wind up there in the Superdome. Yeah. Artificial air. Yeah. Well, and there's yeah. a uh, it's a problem in the whole NFL. Really, I say. I mean, I was watching a bunch of different games, and yeah. nobody really can find a kicker no. at all. So I don't know what it is. I don't know if them, you know, maybe they were using deflated balls or whatnot. That Tom Brady was pushing out there, Josh. I don't know uh, what they were using, but I, I don't remember them being so many missed field goals. And I know they moved the extra point back, mm-hmm. but we weren't. Nobody was missing thirty-yard field goals before. No, but the, the moving the, field, the extra point back has made a way bigger impact than I ever thought it would. I know. I still thought I everybody. It was just a guaranteed. And no. people are missing it. Like I wish they just move it back because I feel like it. I feel like if you get the touchdown, then you earn the easy point. I, I watched Boswell miss one yesterday. I just I don't know. I missed the extra point just being the extra point. I don't want to have to hold my breath for the extra point. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, yeah, and they, they announced Jinx Boswell yesterday. They were like Boswell really had a bounce back year last year. You know, with the, didn't miss many field goals or whatnot. Dang. And it was like ten minutes later, he missed a field goal. Yeah. I was yep. like, that's just, that's what the announcers do to you. So uh, with the whole cyber thing, so are we having fans this week? Yes. Yeah. 6,000. Right. 6,000. So, so it's not going to be very loud. Are we going to pipe in some booze when cyber goes out? You're not allowed to. Or whatnot? If you have fans, if you have not. fans in that you have, cannot pump in any artificial sound. If you have zero fans, you can do as much as you want. I don't understand how we can only have 6,000. I watched that chiefs game on Thursday night and they so, had like 20,000 people. It's a governor decision. <laughs> yeah. There's more game, people at the massive tigers game than there is <laughs> at the Browns game for Thursday. Yeah. And there's you know, the well, Browns field holds 70,000 people. Yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed, but anybody else feel like with the Ravens, you know, pumping in their noise that we were at a high school football game with the marching band playing? <laughs> I felt like that was the noise that they chose. They were like, they went to the Friday night game and they yep. recorded the sound and they just put that on the speakers or whatnot and thought, oh yeah, this will work. I, mm-hmm. The piped in sound, I was watching some of the Saints Buccaneers game and at the Saints game, it was so bad. Like something would happen and then it would be like a 10 second delay. Then all of a sudden, like some noise would come in. It was like I was watching... <laughs> Somebody, uh, a Madden simulation from 2012. It was like, <laughs> like where the sound was all, it was so bad. And I was like, man, they should just, just run some ambient noise the whole game. And then like, every once in a while, turn it up because this is terrible. Yeah. Just let people back in the freaking stadiums. Yeah. My I God. Agree. But all right. So let's pressure Joe Burrow on Thursday. Let's uh, not turn the ball over. Yep. Baker, can you please look like a competent NFL quarterback? And Miles Garrett, maybe. 
like try to do what we just paid you to be the highest player defensive player in the NFL to do. Oh, you mean our two number one overall picks? Please play like professional players. <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah, that would be wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Sign me and up to some of that. Control the clock. Just run the ball with two elite number one running backs. Just yeah. Run the ball. Yep. Give them the business. Let's, 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 let's figure some things out. Let's at least show some sparks. Show yeah. some like, okay, we got some things to build on. Because after week one, what do we have to build on? Well, the thing There's no crazy. building blocks. I don't, me and Blake kind of talked about it real quick. Cincinnati's going to be hungry. Like, I think that they're a team that has a lot to prove. I don't know how hungry Cleveland is. I watched, I know Dell just kind of, uh, you know, whatever. I, I saw a lot of it not, didn't look, not really it just exciting didn't look to be good, in Baltimore dude. stuff going on <laughs> from Cleveland Browns players. So I just, I don't know. Not, we'll get to our picks, but I, that team, they're going to, they're going to be excited. And I'm not talking about Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's move into our weekly game picks thing before we wrap this up. Zach, you got our record from last week? Yes, please. Tell everybody. Yeah, so, yeah we got uh, bringing up the rear was Justin with a 9-7 record. <laughs> uh, I went 10-6. and six, Blake went 11-5. and five, And Josh went 12-4. and four. Well Keep done. That <laughs> Washington football team upset. Yeah, that's right, baby. Well that's, that's what separated us. Well done. That's crazy. It's because the Eagles suck. You know what's crazy yeah, is at halftime of that game, the Eagles were winning, and I was watching the game with Justin. I was like, I don't know what Josh was doing picking Washington. I was like, I don't know what he was thinking. And then they came back and won. Yeah. And I was like, that SOB is a genius. Yeah, I've watched the Eagles for the last couple of years, you know, enough times to know that they're not a good team. But all right. To the picks. All right, Zach. Let, let yes, him on just us. want to throw out there real quick for all of our fans that watched the last episode and realized we forgot to pick the Baltimore-Cleveland game. We won't make that mistake this week. And, and we, we we all knew the Browns were going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Nobody picked the Browns. Yeah. All right, Zach. All right, so we'll start. We'll leave the Browns game for last, but we will remember it. I even have a note on here to say <laughs> remember to pick the Browns game. Um, so we are going to go with the New York Jets at the Chicago Bears. Whoever wants to start us off. Well, hang on a second. I thought yep. I think it's the Giants at the Bears. Yeah, it is the Giants at the Bears. Oh, yeah, Giants. Yeah, yeah what Jets week are you? Yeah, the right yeah. city. Okay. Right city, the, wrong team. So yeah, you got yeah, Giants. Yeah. <laughs> Giants and Bears. Go yep. ahead, Josh. Yep. Um, I'm going to take the Bears in this one. They're at home. I'm also going to go Bears. I am not going to take the Bears. I'm going to take the Giants. I think because I like what I saw. Can I, we can we say something about the Giants sure. though? Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Ben Roethlisberger outrushed Saquon <laughs> yes. Barkley. Yeah, Saquon had like Saquon 16 carries for nine yeah. yards or something, and, and Saquon had a 38 yard run or something like that. And then so I saw on the rest of his carries, he averaged negative two yards per run. I don't want to say I'm a prophet, but I called that on a many episodes ago that the man is one big run and then a bunch of terrible runs. That's what his games are. And it's exactly what happened in week one. Very good defense also. The thing uh, is not to take away from you. Very, Saquon's very good defense. Saquon's a very good running back, but Blake keeps saying these things and then I turn on the game. I'm like, Oh. That's exactly what's happening. <laughs> he averaged negative two yards a run on every other run like, except I, for his 38. It's hard run. to argue with this stuff when you actually seeing it with yes. your eyes and you're like, well, I, yeah, there it is. All right, Zach, who'd you pick? I am going with the Giants as well. Okay. All right. Well, Zach, hey, 
Me and yours. Like We're probably going to buy dinner for guy. somebody. Maybe Danny we can Dimes just look good. We'll he just did. take both these guys out and pay for both their meals if it's uh, <laughs> the, the, if we're wrong. Right. Yeah. Crazy yeah, thing so about Danny, Daniel. Yeah, Danny Dimes, I thought he looked good. A lot of his and one his best drive, they converted on I think like four, three fourth down or three yeah. third downs, four third downs and a fourth down. And then pick. he goes down there and he's trying to extend a play and just gets hit and the ball gets picked. Yeah, I mean, nineteen nineteen play drive, like a ten minute drive. Yeah. Insane. It was awesome. They got some yeah, weapons. So, okay. Next game, we got the Atlanta Falcons at Dallas. Oof. All right, I am I am definitely taking Dallas in this one. I'm going to go Dallas. They should they should have won against the Rams. Yeah, another OPI that was just total <laughs> terrible. <laughs> oh my gosh, let them play. <laughs> I'll uh, I also take Dallas. It's in it's in Jerry World. Yep, I'm going Dallas as well. Even though. Atlanta, I mean, what a week one they had to go up against with Russell Wilson. They probably weren't expecting like 31 of 34 or whatever it was that he was almost perfect. Well, if they'd watch this show, they'd know I think he's worth Odell and Miles. So (laughs) they would have been ready for it. All right. We got Detroit, another team, heartbreaking loss uh, at Green Bay. (laughs) By the way, I picked Green Bay to win week one just so just for you guys all to remember. Man, how would you guys like to be DeAndre Swift, man? First game in the NFL, rookie, all this hype around you. You've already scored a touchdown in the game. Yep. You're trying to win. Stafford puts the ball on your chest in the end zone. No one around you, nothing. He drops a game winning touchdown. Unbelievable. I was watching it live. I couldn't believe it. Uh, I'm going Packers. Packers. Yeah, I'm going Packers. They look great. I'm going Green Bay. I think I'm going Green or not Green Bay. So I'm going to go Detroit. I'm oh. going Detroit on. <sighs> Dude, Aaron Rodgers is you just out. trying to buy us dinner, Zach. Is that what your goal is here? I'm going. I'm going Detroit. I think they bounce back. Remember, I told you, comeback player of the year is Matt Stafford. He didn't lose that game. Is it true. So okay, Jacksonville at Tennessee. Ooh. You want me to start this one <laughs> yes, off? Yes, please. So, man, Jacksonville, dangerous team. I'm going with the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go Titans also. I'm all in on the Minshew mania, but Tennessee's Tennessee's got a real good D. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Give me the Titans. I, I Derek, with, with, When you have Derrick Henry, you can do uh, what he does, and then you – yeah. I'm done talking. Yeah, yeah I'm, going, I'm going Titans too. Uh, partly because I really like Mike Vrabel's mask of please give Derrick Henry the ball. Having that <laughs> shot, I thought that was a good touch. Uh, so we got Minnesota at Indianapolis. Nice. Minnesota coming off. I thought, you know, I didn't think they looked good at all. I think that so as bad as they looked, I was like, man, maybe Stefanski really was there, you know, their piece of what made them so good last year. I was and complaining. I we Kirk Cousins had like two pass attempts in the first half. I was yeah. like, who's calling plays for them? Woody Hayes. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> and the thing with the Vikings too, is their defense is not, 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 it's what not we good. It was going to be not yeah. good. So I'll go first and I will take the Colts. I'm going to, I'm going to take the Colts too, but I don't know if you guys noticed this, who had more interceptions in week one than Baker Mayfield. Philip Rivers, yeah, yep. too. The guy just can't stop throwing interceptions. Yeah, so right. Which also, which all also going back contributed to Gardner Minshew's win. An interception for a touchdown. Another touchdown drive was four plays, twenty-seven yards for Minshew. So, just thrown out there for his great game that Blake said he had that he trade <laughs> Baker straight up. Nineteen of uh, twenty with three touchdowns is still a good game. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm gonna go. Yeah, go ahead. Zach. I'm gonna go before Justin here. Yeah. I'm gonna pick Minnesota. Yeah, I'm also gonna take Minnesota. I absolutely agree. Uh, bounce back game. Yep. All right, Justin. What do you got this one? Buffalo at Miami. Buffalo at Miami. Uh, well, I'm gonna go with uh, the guy that I talked a lot of crap about, <laughs> old Joshua Allen. Just throwing him out there. I'll, I'll go with the Bills. I'm gonna take the Bills also. Bills. So anybody, I know that Cam Newton looked good, but anybody on my Buffalo train and then winning the division after week one? Now, hold on. I, I do want to talk about Newton real quick just because that was kind of my thing in the offseason was I didn't think he was going to be up to snuff. Yeah, you were the only okay. guy that wasn't your thing. <laughs> so what do you have? 15 carries for 75 yards and two touchdowns. The dude is still running the ball. Yeah. But I don't know how well he looked passing. I didn't get to watch the game. That game. He I was, was too busy watching was, uh, the Browns get throttled. It was, so, it was his, so you know, it was average Cam Newton. It wasn't anything brilliant. So I'm taking, I'm going Buffalo in that game. Uh, but yeah, I think that Cam Newton with Josh McDaniels, that connection is, Josh Daniels is a, I wish we'd have had him in Cleveland when we were trying to get him. And he saw the writing on the wall and said he wanted no part of that. I'll stick with old Bill here in New England. Cam Newton was 15 and 19. All right, next game. <laughs> All right, San Fran at the Jets. Mm. I'm going San Fran. I can't believe they lost to the Cardinals. The oh, Cardinals look very Dude, good. I don't care. <laughs> the Jets blow. Give me San Fran. Yeah, <laughs> I will also take San Francisco. Uh, the Jets uh, are definitely going to get Trevor Lawrence next year. They're going to get rid of Sam Darnold, <laughs> trade him to Cleveland. We'll be stuck with him. It'll be a very Cleveland move. Yep, I would agree. I'm taking San Fran. Hey, just saying real quick that this is the most you guys have ever looked at the camera because you guys are looking at me when I'm talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, right. So we got the L.A. Rams uh, after their win on Sunday night at Philly. Team looking to bounce back after week one loss. And they won't. I take the Rams. I'm going to go the Rams. Mm-hmm. I'll take Rams. I can't sit here and say the Eagles suck and then pick them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep, full sweep, Rams there. We'll move into Denver at Pittsburgh with Big Ben back. Heinz Field. You want me to start it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking Steelers. Man, Big Ben. I'm going to take the Steelers also. How about a tough draw for the Broncos, by the way? they got to play Titans week one with yeah. a good defense and turn around and go across the country and play another elite defense. But I will say the Broncos – held their own against the Titans. And, you know, I, I do not expect the Steelers to walk away with this one like they did against the Giants, but I do I, – I'm picking the Steelers in this game. Yeah, but I'm going Steelers too, just to make my wife happy. Uh, so That's we'll important. go Carolina at Tampa Bay. Tom Brady uh, kind of struggled a little bit offensively down there. They got some scrap – you know, some garbage time yards there late in the game. So what do you guys got here? I'm going to go Bucks. They just got more talent, I think, than the Panthers. But if CMC gets loose. Yeah, I don't know. The Bucks look pretty good. I'm going to go Bucks. I'll, I'll take Bucks. I want to take Panthers, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Tampa Bay. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Tampa Bay too. But this is one of those games where if CMC does get going and Tampa Bay finds themselves down, that they could find themselves trying to play against the clock. Uh, okay, Washington at... Arizona, one of the hottest teams after week one, kind of with Kyler Murray. Everybody's raving about, you know, they could be the real deal. I'm going to go Cardinals. <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins had a pretty good uh, 
debut with his new team, Kyler Murray looked good. And I'm just, I guess, the Washington football team, Dwayne Haskins, they got to win a couple games before I'll start picking them. I know I'm out yeah, like Josh over here. <laughs> I'll go. I'm going Arizona as well here. Uh, I got to go with one Oklahoma quarterback that I know can win. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'll go Arizona also. All right, I'll go Washington. Did you, are you really? That a boy. Oh, I'll tell you what. He's going to ride with them. All yeah, that thing, though, they're they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to be 16 and 0. On they're leading the division. Chase yeah. Young and that, that D line is pretty great. good. They look um, great. I don't know. I think they do enough to give Haskins enough opportunity to move the ball down. And I think they pulled out. And one big thing that I like with uh, Washington is coach Ron Rivera. I mean, yep. how big of an impact he's made, you know, I know that there was ports, you know, he did, did get diagnosed with cancer, you know, right yep. before the season starts, he's getting IVs at halftime just so he can be out there for the second half. So not a team that you can really, it's a hard team to root against. Yep. Um, okay. Kansas city at, the Chargers. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and just take Kansas City. Kansas City. Mahomes. Yeah. yeah. That's another clean sweep across the board there. All right. Kind of a tough one. You talked about tough draws, Blake. How do you feel if you're Houston and Bill O'Brien and you got to go against Baltimore week two after you just got beat by the Kansas City Chiefs? Yeah, I'm taking the Ravens too. I know the Browns didn't put up much of a fight, but, man, they looked really good. Yeah, and I did say the Ravens were going to lose a game or two this year. It's not going to be this one. <laughs> no, the Texans, I wasn't that impressed with it. No. David Johnson looked good, and that's about it. Um, I'll take Baltimore. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with Houston there for a second, Justin. No, I, yeah, no, no. <laughs> All right, a game that everybody would have had circled on their board, uh, with Tom Brady still there, but still Cam Newton, New England takes on Seattle. Russell Wilson. I still got this one circled. It's a good game. I think it's a solid game. I'm going to go Seattle. In Seattle. I'm going going Seattle. It's in Seattle. I'm taking Seattle. Seattle. Russ is cooking. Yeah, Russell Westbrook. Or not Russell Westbrook. Russell Wilson. <laughs> He's actually not playing. <laughs> Russell Westbrook. He, he might be looking for a new team yeah. or whatnot. Playing. Uh, okay. Takes us into a uh, Monday night game. Drew Brees looking like old Drew Brees. But, Justin, uh, I did get the alert yes. uh, that Michael Thomas is going to miss several weeks. Several weeks, weeks. yes. Um, so, hopefully, you didn't draft him in your fantasy team. Because I did. Didn't Thomas really take him? Yeah. Like- and I'm going to make it. I'm going to send him a trade <laughs> request, like, as soon as we're done here. <laughs> so, I'm going to start this off. Um, I'm going to take the Raiders. Really? Yeah, I'm going to take the Raiders. Um, we'll see how good uh, Kamara and uh, Emmanuel Sanders can play. Michael Thomas is a big part of that offense. I think that's a big hole for them. I'm taking Saints. Their defense looked good, real good. And in the dome, too. I think Drew Brees. The new dome. Oh, wow. No, uh, yeah, Las Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Drew Brees. I mean, Michael Thomas is really good, but Drew Brees does that with everybody. Marcus Colston was a seventh-round pick. Yep. and So I'm going to say Drew. Uh, I'm going to stick with the Saints. I want to be like Justin. I'm going to go Raiders just because yeah. Yeah, Josh Jacobs is their home. They're yeah. in Las Vegas. And yeah, Jacobs looked. He was good last year, but man, just, it was a big game. Yeah. Good for you, uh, Zach. Good for you. Yep. And I'm taking Vegas. Oh, only one person took the Saints. Wow. I, did, honestly, I, like, I didn't expect I like that. Him playing, I like him playing at uh, 
playing at home in the new stadium. And Derek Carr looked really good. Okay, so that takes us to the Cincinnati at Cleveland Browns game. We're not going to forget goodness. it. We're going to circle back up. Yep. Who we got on Thursday night, and what are we? What are we picking the score? Because we didn't do that. Are we going to pick the score? Oh, uh, that's too hard. I don't know if we're going to score any points. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> I will say, I, I think when we did our, our schedule breakdown, I picked this to be a win easily for mm-hmm. the Browns. I'm still going to pick the Browns to win, but I think it's a tougher matchup than it should be. Yep. And so I'm going to pick the Browns too. Browns over the Bengals, but I'm declaring this for everybody listening and all you guys right now. This is my make or break Baker Mayfield game. Yep. Like if he comes out and he lights it on fire and he shows that he's still got that Baker game in him that he had his rookie year, I'm back. But if it looks like last year and last week and anything like that, I, I can't I can't keep pulling. If we lose this game and Baker looks bad, it's like sky is falling. We're gonna be 0-2 and yep. uh 0-2 in the division, and it's it's gonna be panic time. Yeah. Yep. I completely Two agree. Two panic time. You go, yep. on, you go on Cleveland, Justin? Absolutely, man. I'll, and I'll even do a score. I'm going to say Cleveland 28-17. 28-17. I'm putting that down. Write it down, bro. Justin, Justin wasn't afraid to pick the score. No, no. I'm going to pick. I'm going to go ahead and throw a score out there, too. I'm going to say Browns bounce back here and the defense shows up and we make Joe Burrow – People question Joe Burrow. I'm going to say we win 28 to 10. Well done. All right. I'll just throw my score and just say it's going to be 21 13. I'm going to say. Right, like, throw a score out there. We let you go last. We went 100 to nothing. <laughs> 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 the only chance yeah, just we have is yeah, like the one to nothing win or whatnot. Like you're on prices right or whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. So hundred, you got my hundred nothing. All right, don't let me down, Baker. Uh, hopefully, I gave him some bulletin board material and he'll play well. All right, so let's wrap this thing up real quick. Uh, thanks for checking out another episode of the Dogs. Um, this was first game reaction episode we got to do. This is what we've been looking forward to since we started this four months ago. Um, make sure you guys tune in next week after the Bengals game. Hopefully, we got some better news for you. Um, and if we lose, hopefully, it's not a blowout. Um, make sure to check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. And uh, we'll see you guys all next week, hopefully, after a Browns win. Have a good week, everybody.